Welcome to another edition of Talk with TT. I'm really delighted to have Andy Mizzen. Andy, welcome. It's good to have you with us. And where are you, Andy? I'm in Cape Town, South Africa. So we've been here as a family um, for the last 14 years when we immigrated from London. And um, you've been following CBC online, and um, but you do have a connection, don't you, with Colchester Baptist Church? It's a long time ago now. Um, I think the last time I was at um, Colchester Baptist Church was... Probably the the early ninety mid to early nineties, um, but there've been so many good people there. Um, I've not forgotten them, um, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But um, there's a there's a lot of there's a great deal of love and respect for for guys at um, Colchester Baptist Church. Great, and I, you know, I think one of the um, blessings out of the pandemic has been how churches have gone online and and that's meant you know we've reconnected with you um in south africa and and actually you know it's been wonderful my colleague cole uh with the prayer meetings we'll have people from southeast asia from mexico um manchester in the uk you know right across the country the world and that that's one of the silver linings i think of such a difficult year um and so i'm really pleased you're here andy and to get to talk to you so i've got these questions that i've uh, interviewed others on and i'm really keen to know the four people that you would have to dinner um tell me about who they would be well i think the first one um winston churchill i'd like to ask him was he ever really afraid um, back in you know 1939-40, um, I'd like to pick Ayrton Senna, um, the racing driver. I'd like to ask him how he maintained his concentration at, at such speeds. Um, say, for example, whizzing around Monaco. Um, I'd like to pick Nelson Mandela. Um, I mm. think he's a person with was, I should say, a person with immense grace under pressure. Mm. I'd like to ask him how how he how he did that. Yes. Um, and the fourth one is um, the explorer, Randall Fiennes. I'd like to ask him what was the most beautiful thing he ever saw and did he make any connection with, with God who, who made it or does he regard it as completely by chance? So they're the four people I'd like to pick. Wow. I'd like many more. Like many more. Yeah, they're great picks. I would go with all of those, actually. And I've heard um, Ranulph Fine speak a couple of times, and he's an incredible individual um, who's been through... I mean, you know, he ran across... Um, there's that race, isn't there, across Africa? And I think it's North Africa, where you go across the desert. Is it from east to west? Um, yes, it is. And I think... Uh, and then he did another race, didn't he, where he had a heart attack literally two weeks before. And he, he did so many marathons. He did a marathon every day for so many days. An extraordinary man. Um, and as you say, Nelson Mandela, an extraordinary human being, full of grace, that was such a blessing to your country um, at a time when there were great fears, weren't there, about the transition Yes, I think he was the man for the moment. Um, mm. There were pressures all around, but he did a, a good job. And 
now it's the duty of others to carry that on. Yeah. That's something that we're definitely praying for. Yes. We're not, not disheartened at all. Sometimes yeah. you might look at the news and think, oh, what on earth's going on? But we're not disheartened. We know that God's in control. Mm. Fantastic. Well, and, and Ayrton Senna, he was a man who talked about faith. Um and an extraordinary individual. Um, and, you know, I remember reading within the sort of Christian news that he was a man who was exploring faith. And, um, uh, you know, a, a very a remarkable Formula One driver. Um, yeah. OK, so let me move on to the second question. Um, so how is God leading the church in South Africa during these COVID times? And uh, what have been the opportunities uh, for faith sharing and other things that you, you'd like to share with us? Really um, a story of the response to poverty, because... With COVID-19, a lot of South Africa can't work. Um, they physically don't have the jobs. Um, I do a lot of work in Delft, which is a very, very poor area in Cape Town. Um, poor enough that um, I, I wouldn't take my phone in there, but not poor enough that makes me afraid. Um, we partner up with a church in Delft, um, and at the moment... Um, we're not allowed to do street evangelism, which is what I've been mainly involved with virtually every Saturday for the last few years. Um, but we're involved with food parcels. Mm. Um, so we're, we're, we're still able to get the gospel message across. So we, we don't have so as much contact, um, but those food parcels are a way of saying to people we still care. And that's the only way at the moment we can actually show the love of Christ in in a in a quite a desperate place. Mm. It's not to the extent where um, you you have to be escorted in, but you you just have to be aware mm. um, of what's going on around you. But it's a very exciting place to be a part of. Yeah, and um, I miss it. I really miss it. I haven't been in for a long. Haven't done the street evangelism for a long time. You know? Tell us what would that look like? The street evangelism. Well, we. Um, we partner up with a church there, um, and we just walk, we just go around the streets, um, and we ask God to to guide us and bring us people to talk to, and we mm. we just share the gospel. Mm. Um, we normally invite people to church. We normally have like a little flyer, um, but I do like people's reactions. I like I like it when they say, "Oh, you're a white guy, and what are you doing here?" And um, then you can say to them, well, this is what I'm here for. Mm. Um, it's quite exciting, I must say. The, the hairs go up on the back of my neck when I'm in Delft. Um, it's not something that makes me scared. It makes me quite excited to share the gospel. The, the gospel is good news. Mm. So how, how could I be anything but excited by doing mm. what I'm doing there? Yeah. Almost I do laugh, though, because you, apparently it takes a pastor a number of years to, to get badged. Um, but um, I think within about three or four weeks, they, they called me pastor. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a pastor. And I said, well, you are to us. That's lovely. So, sorry, I've just kind of circumvented all that training. So yeah. that's what they call me over there. But I'm not a pastor. Fantastic. That's brilliant. 
Okay, um, third question. Share with us your favourite Bible passage and why. Favourite Bible passage, and there are many, um, is Isaiah 49, 16, where um, Jesus, not Jesus, sorry, where um, the writer is saying, um, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Why that's my favourite passage is because that's the, the text I often talk to people about when I'm in Delft. Um, I always try and have at least a verse of scripture when I'm doing street evangelism because it's very powerful to mention the, the word of God in that environment. Mm. But it also resonates with the people I talk to. I try as much as I can to look for people with, with gang tattoos, A, because um, I like the reaction when they're kind of stunned to say, what, are you, what is a white guy talking to me for? Mm. But also... It's a, it's a language they understand. When, when the writer talks about, I've engraved you on the palms of my hands, this is something that they understand because they've got engravings all down their arms mm. and all over their, all over their bodies. So I, I always make a beeline for these guys. It's great to see them. They, they always think you're an undercover cop. And I, I don't actually tell them that's what I, that was, that's what I used to do um, <laughs> in England. That was one of my one of my jobs in England. That's something I, I don't let them know. Yes. I don't think that would be a good idea to do that. <laughs> That's a beautiful verse, though, isn't it? About God knowing our name. I think this it's one of the wonderful passages for Easter Sunday. You know, where we read in the Gospels where Mary is. You know, when Jesus calls her name, it just melts her heart. She recognizes her Lord. And tell me about a favourite song or hymn of yours. There are so many. Um, I looked through my hymn book. I've got a Baptist hymnal. I looked through it the other day and I could think of 80 that I like <laughs> such a lot. I think it's my grandfather and my father who are both, who, who love the Lord with all their heart. Um, but I think if I picked one, it's probably um, It Is Well With My Soul. Oh, beautiful. Um, by Henry Spafford. Yeah. And why I like that is because that's often... Um, something we'll we'll sing on the street corners in Delft, and it's a great way of sharing the gospel. A lot of people think, oh, um, Christians don't have a tough life, mm. um, and it's actually um, a great way of saying, look, Henry Spafford lost his entire family at sea, and this was his response. Mm. So it's a message that resonates in Delft. It's a case you can either react um, by running to to Jesus when there's difficulties or you can or you can not or you, or you run to the bottle as they often do mm, mm. So it's, it's a good a good message to say that christian life is not an easy one but we've got somebody who's definitely on our side and who better fantastic that's fantastic tell me andy how has being a christian this is my fourth question shaped your life well um before we um, came online here, we were talking about running. Um, one of my passions in life is to run and um, training for the Comrades, which is the 90K um, marathon. Um, and I'm going to take, um, take my line from that, and it's to run the race. So this is how it's influenced me. I, I often think of that when I run. Um, yes. I want to live a life worthy. Mm. Um, I have two children, two lovely kids who love the Lord with all their heart. Daniel's 15, Lydia is 17. 
Um, but above all, it's to run that race, to live that, to live that life worthy mm. and to set the example for them. Mm. Um, I got retrenched about four years ago after I left Chevron. Um, and it was really tempting to just kind of go to pieces. But when you're a father, you have to lead by example. You, you, you have to show that your faith means something. Mm. And you have to stand tall. You have to stand strong. You mm. can't kind of, you want to say, oh, this is too much. I can't deal with it. But you have to set the example. Mm. And that's what I'd like on my gravestone. He lived a life worthy. Yeah. Um, it's exactly the same in Delft. They'll often test you, especially the gang members. They'll often te test you, maybe by flicking, um, you know, like a, a knife close to your face or something. I've had that. But we're not we're not afraid mm. because we have been on our side yeah um and as we're saying to strive to run that race to to set the very best example i can yeah always. fantastic that's inspiring in terms I think, of I think, go, go. yeah i mean i was going to say in terms of what people are searching for how do you connect you know what do you you'd said that oh some of the gang members in delft will you know they'll Get, find the bottle and you know drink their sorrows as it were drown their sorrows in alcohol um how do you so you use scripture to build a bridge of understanding about how valuable they are to god um mm. is that so how i mean what about some of the you're in your current workplace and the, the people you do quite a bit of traveling don't you in south africa for work so do you, you must encounter people. What do you think are the main points where people are searching? What, what kind of issues? I think COVID has been a big conversation starter. I don't think it's just in Delft. Um, I, I think, as I was saying previously, that response to poverty is, is always interesting. And you can always say to people, look, this is a big hit, but God's in control. Hmm. We're not afraid of what's happening um and at the end of the day when i go into delft i often talk to people um about you know because they'll often say what do you what do you get up to for the weekends and i can talk to them about running but i can also talk to them about delft and they say oh what do you go into delft for and i say well i'm, I'm part of a christian church and it's it's something that we're, we're trying to help with, with the covid issues we're trying to help them with soup kitchens food parcels etc mm. so it's an easy way of sharing the gospel i'm not going into every meeting um sharing the gospel but we're always looking for a chance to share your faith mm. um to set the example and i think um i'm gonna pick if i had another dinner party i'm not a, maybe <laughs> maybe i'm allowed to do this because i'm flying such a long way away i can think of a number of guys but especially guys like keith simpson mm. john tyler mike baker um, Eileen Warner, I'd love to have them at a dinner party and tell them what a great example they were. Mm. Um, I can't remember many sermons that people preached. I know Mike was a youth leader, but I can remember the sparkle in their eye. Mm. Um, and it made me think that's they've got something that I want to have a look at. Mm. And it was their example that really set me on the path of, of becoming a Christian. It inspires me today. Yeah. And I think when I'm out and about, um, in whatever country, I've been to quite a few now, whatever country it is, always set the example, always treat people with, with courtesy and, and grace, and the opportunities come. 
Mm. They really do. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And in terms of as we look at the year ahead, what are your hopes and aspirations? Well, to get back into Delft would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> on a regular basis at the moment, it's it's a little bit haphazard, maybe once a month. Mm. Um, but I consider myself extremely blessed. Mm. Um, I love the job I do. Um, I work for Aon um, and I advise clients on fire safety and security issues. Mm. Draw on a lot of what I learned when I was in the police in England mm. um, and I, I consider myself exceptionally blessed yeah um, I would like to run comrades I don't know if it's going to be um, this year I might have to wait till next year but um, that's a heck that's of a long run that is 90k <laughs> it, it's quite long but it's it's a mental game yes it's a mental game yeah and um, I want to come back with that medal fantastic nice. fantastic very nice and it's been lovely talking to you. You're a man of vision and purpose and intent. And it's wonderful to see someone who's so captivated by the grace of our Lord and wants to make a difference. And, and you know, you're not doing it to earn anything. You're doing it as a response to the love of God. And, um, yeah, it's really encouraging and, and how you sort of set that example Um and and even across the sort of social media, it's been great to see your encouragement uh, on Facebook and other things. So we're really blessed. And I know that you may have a trip back to England um, at some point. And if, if that is the case, we look forward to meeting you. Well, I'm going to do my utmost to be there. Um, there's a lot of great folks at Eld Lane, Colchester the Baptist Church. Um, their legacy is something special it started when i joined the church as like a five-year-old but their legacy carries on today um think of the think of my kids that have been influenced for the gospel um it's it's that's part of their legacy so i can't wait to that's great so, and if there's a message you want to say to the church now on this recording what would it be live a life worthy yeah live a life worthy we have a chance every day um, when we meet people, live a life worthy. It's the best way to, 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 live, to, to set the Christian example, live a life worthy. The early church, um, people saw there was a difference there. They saw there was that sparkle in the eye, like when I, when I was a youngster, looking up at guys like Keith, John, Mike, Eileen. Keep that sparkle going. Mm. Wonderful. Keep that and it's yeah. been lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for being with us. Cheers, Terry. Appreciate God, that. God bless. All right. Thanks.